another edition of the Bowlers Extra Podcast here at JC Online uh, through SoundCloud. Mike Carmen, beat writer for the Purdue basketball team after Purdue's 71-68 overtime loss to Rutgers uh, at Mackey Arena, all but ending Purdue's chances of getting an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament. Uh, the only way now, I believe, and other people share this, is for the Bullet to win the Big Ten tournament and get the automatic bid. That means winning four games in four days. Uh, now, the interesting part of that would be if Purdue somehow won three games, made the championship, and lost, they would have a 19-16 and 16 record. And uh, keep in mind that... One of the criteria for the committee is not your record. Uh, it's all the analytical data that goes into that. But at some point, you haven't won enough games or you've just lost too many games. And I believe that was that would be where Purdue is at. They've, they've lost too many games. At that point, 16 losses... I, I believe would be new territory for an at-large team to get in. Uh, it would be an interesting case if Purdue would put the committee in that position to consider them, seriously consider them, on the last day. Uh, because You have to remember, Big Ten Tournament Championship game is Sunday at 3.30. The selection show goes at 6 o'clock, and there's no wiggle room for that. Uh, the committee would have to come up with two brackets. I, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, I, thinking that this would be a possibility. But this, you know, there's a there's a clear path to getting in the NCAA tournament, and that's winning the Big Ten tournament. And then there's still a small uh, path that's covered in weeds uh, and other things that you don't really see. And but there there is a, a very small path there that w- would create a, an interesting case for the committee to consider a 19 and 16 team. Uh, Purdue has everything it needs to make the tournament except it's lost too many games. I mean that's the bottom line. Its analytics are good. Its strength of schedule is strong. Uh, they've beaten enough quad one and quad two teams. Have they been inconsistent? Of course. They're not the only team in, that potentially could be in the NCAA tournament that's been inconsistent. So they're, they're not alone there. Have they gone out and played people? Yes. Uh, so they, they, they've done everything that the committee tells you to do. They've just lost too many games. At this stage, they haven't won enough, but they've also lost too many. But if they get to a point where they, they get 19 wins... And but they have 16 losses. That that's just way too many losses right now. But it would be curious to see if the committee uh, considered them if they ever got to that point. But there's a lot of work to be done before Purdue can even put itself in position. Bottom line is, you go out and win the Big Ten tournament, and you're in. If not, uh, Purdue most likely will go to the NIT, uh, which you know I, I'm. I've been told Purdue has put in a bid to host the, the NIT. Uh, and, you know, there's some things with that tournament that, uh, you know, they don't they don't take everybody. Uh, 
but you know back you know talking about Saturday's game you know this in my mind was another missed opportunity for Purdue to, to keep its season moving forward uh, we've seen this most of the year you know win three lose four uh, miss a chance to to really get yourself in position going into the Big Ten tournament uh, to, to maybe claim an NCAA bid uh, and you know the missed opportunities come in, in different areas in this game you know a missed free throw by Eric Hunter that most likely would have won the game um, but just you know missed box outs you know Purdue was killed on the on the boards in the first half came back evened it up and then ended up getting out rebounded but uh, you know defensively you know Saul again lack of lack, uh, help side defense you know Purdue took a couple charges today but they were just they were already in position when they got there but when Rutgers started driving the ball down the lane I didn't see much help defense coming to try to step in take a charge or at least force a pass out to the perimeter um so, you know, a lot of the same problems. The offense got stagnant. Uh, you know, I thought for a period there, uh, Purdue was playing hero ball. They were playing too much one-on-one. Uh, they were not running the offense. And that's been that's been part of who they've been all year. Uh, and it just, it, it kind of, you know, they, I think they went through a four-minute spell there where they didn't score. And... They just didn't have any movement. They didn't. Uh, they didn't share the ball. Uh, you know, I don't think they did the things that, you know, that that, that got them the lead. Uh, and but they they revert back to that. <coughs> Excuse me. They revert back to that um, more oftentimes during a game uh, this season. And I, and I really thought when Harms's dunk off the missed three pointer from Jihad Proctor. Uh, with about seven minutes to go, I, I really thought that that would push Purdue on its way to a win. Uh, the crowd was into it. Rutgers calls timeout. Uh, but then Purdue's offense just kind of, you know, went dormant. Uh, they didn't build on that. And that's, again, that's been an issue all year. They haven't had a chance to build on it. Purdue had some nice 6-0 runs, maybe a couple 8-0 runs. But they could never extend that to 10, 12 14 to 2 run type of thing that we that would have created separation between uh, them and, and Rutgers, and I, you got to give Rutgers credit. I mean, I, I think Rutgers is a really tough-minded team. They don't play afraid. They've got go-to players. Uh, they they've got guys on their team that you have to guard that can make a variety of different shots. Geo Baker can make any shot invented by Dr. James Naismith. Fadeaways, pull-ups, running layups, three-pointers, you name it, he he can hit it. And he he came on tonight or this afternoon, I believe nine straight points during one stretch, 13 of his 19 in the second half in overtime. Uh, he was just a flat-out stud. But I I think you have to appreciate how Rutgers plays, how hard they play, how tough they play. Um, and they do it, and, and, I, and, I, and I thought they did it 
for the most part for the entire game. There was not a lot of let up there from that from them. Sure, they missed some shots. It happens, but that it didn't it didn't affect them in other areas. Uh, it should, certainly did not affect them in the rebounding categories. They kicked Purdue's butt in the first half. Purdue got that back, as we mentioned earlier. Purdue got that back uh, even in the second half, but some of the damage was done. And also, Rutgers got pretty hot from three-point range. I think they hit five of their first seven, um, and it was the game was shaping up similar to what how how Penn State beat Purdue uh, by hitting a bunch of three-pointers. But they cooled off. But then Baker came through with some three-pointers down the stretch, regulation and overtime to to put Purdue uh, in a bind. Where does this leave the Boilermakers? Uh, you know, they're, they're going to be the 10 seed in the Big Ten tournament. They'll play Thursday night at 6.30. Uh, most likely, based on what happened today and what what it, what is expected to happen on Sunday, and you can never really tell for sure, but it appears Purdue will play Penn State. Uh, at least I think Penn State is the heavy o- the heavy option right now for Purdue to play in that first game uh, in their fir- in their first tournament game on, on Thursday at 6:30 uh, in Indianapolis. Uh, I, that, I really didn't uh, see a lot of scenarios that had another team in there. I, I don't know if. Uh, there were some scenarios early in the day that the loser of the Iowa-Illinois game may be dropping to seventh, but uh, the fact that Penn State lost may may have changed that, and just how the, the tiebreakers unfold uh, looks like puts Penn State there. But there could be, you know, depending. There's four games tomorrow, and depending what happens in three of those games, uh, Nebraska-Minnesota really doesn't count from from a Purdue standpoint and really I think both those teams are locked in their spots Um, but it's looking like Penn State and that's you know yes Penn State came in and kicked Purdue's butt but you know beforehand you were looking at Michigan or Ohio State uh, maybe being in that spot Um, and Penn State's had a really good year but they've they've fallen on hard times here recently you know, maybe Purdue can take advantage of that. Uh, and then if Purdue was able to win that first game, um, you're looking at playing the number two seed. Now that can be either Wisconsin, uh, Michigan State, or Maryland. Uh, most likely, assuming Michigan State wins Sunday against Ohio State and Maryland beats Michigan, it'll be Michigan State as the, as the two spot there. But... If Ohio State would go in the East Lansing and win, and Maryland would win, that would that would put uh, Maryland in that two spot. Uh, regardless, Purdue's got a tough road uh, of to to get to where it wants to be. If it wants to be in the NCAA tournament, then it's going to have to um, it's it's going to have to you know beat you have to beat three quality teams. Four, if you want to win the tournament, you have to beat four quality teams to win the tournament. This is, you know, Purdue needs a four-game winning streak. It hasn't had one all year, and they need one now if they want to make the, if they want to make the main tournament. Uh, you know, I'm sure they would do okay in the NIT. Uh, probably get more games, but you always want to be in the NCAA tournament. It's just that's that's just the way it is. Even if it if it's <laughs> excuse me, one and done, but. 
anyway, kind of a um, disheartening loss, probably a little bit uh, for 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 Purdue. Uh, had a chance to uh, to bump up to to you know at least the nine seed uh, in this one, uh, but and. and it really wasn't, you know, today, in my opinion, wasn't about the NCAA tournament. It was more about, or wasn't about the Big Ten tournament as much as it was about the NCAA tournament because you needed to win to stay uh, in that conversation, you know, and that's that's the key. You, you know, a win today wouldn't have put them in the tournament, but it would have kept them alive for that conversation that if you go out in the Big Ten tournament and... And win, uh, and win a couple games, then you'd you'd, you'd be in as an at-large team. But now you got to go win the tournament, and that's just that's that's where they're at. Uh, you can't change it, and that's what they're going to have to do, uh, probably to make to make the big dance. Appreciate you stopping by. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be back uh, later in the week. Uh, maybe talk some football, but definitely after uh, Purdue's first tournament game down in Indianapolis on Thursday, uh, we'll be back with another edition of the Boulders Extra podcast. Appreciate you stopping by and have a good day.